Good morning. I don't feel like I'm on yet. Good, good morning. There we are. Good morning. I know Glenn heard me over there. So, Welcome to worship here at Springfield Church of the Brethren. It is Sunday, March the 19th. Glad to have you all here this morning. Our scripture today is from John 14, 1 through 4. If you wanted to follow along in your pew Bible, it's on page 763, uh, but I'm going to be reading from the NRSV this morning. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. And I, sorry, yeah. And so that where I am, there you may also be. And you know the way to the place I am going. Blessed is the word. To be honest, I don't really care for graduation ceremonies, even my own. And a lot of that goes back to my Aunt Gina when she got her, her doctorate, and it was wonderful. She worked so hard, and we were so proud for her. But we had to sit in an arena where we were there for about three hours sitting on narrow basketball bleachers with not enough room for you to sit straight. You had to sit in an angle so your knees weren't in the person's back in front of you. And it was standing room. It was packed. And the speech went on way too long. Like, way too long. Anyway, generally I find graduation speeches are, are... I've had one good graduation speech. It was seminary. And the woman who was preaching, it was a, it was a sermon more than a speech. She knew her audience, and she did awesome. I don't even remember my high school... I mean, my college graduation speaker was some former secretary of some department of education. I don't remember if it was state or federal or what. It was pretty dull. And my high school graduation was easily the worst. We invited the former ladies, uh, ladies gym coach. Now, she was a much-loved person. She had retired at the end of our junior year, so we had invited her to come back and speak and she spent the entire time pretty much talking about how wonderful your years at high school are. I disagreed. Although it was better than our baccalaureate. The preacher who came to the baccalaureate spent the time talking about how great it was that he was having his wife homeschool their kids. Yeah, nothing about a guy getting up there telling you about how good it is to order your wife around while simultaneously talking down your education that you are about to receive a degree for the next day. Hey, I may not have been crazy about my high school experience, but I still put the effort in. Don't talk it down. Anyway, the purpose of a graduation speech, when done well, is first to recognize the momentousness of the accomplishments of the grads. 
to honor the transition that they are going through, and finally to offer some final words of preparation as they are stepping into the next stage of life. Now, the graduation, uh, the ceremony dates back somewhere into the 1100s. We're not really sure. If I recall correctly, the University of Bologna was founded in 1166, give or take, something like that, maybe 1066. I don't know. So shortly after that, graduation ceremonies became a thing. And that's why, even to this day, you go to graduation ceremonies, people wear robes and hoods. It's what the medieval monks were, wore. And so that's what the graduates wore at the same time. And so that's what we continue to wear today. The mortarboard came around later in somewhere in Sweden, I've been told. Anyway. But while this ceremony officially has its roots that only go back about 900 years, which frankly is pretty old, it's based on something that's far older. older. Transitional ceremonies. We've had them since, well, forever. You know, ceremonies when the baby is seven days old, or the first time a tooth is lost, when someone becomes a biological adult, when they get married, when they have their first child, when they have their first grandchild, different ceremonies, different ways of marking the occasion. Sometimes special knowledge passed down from the older generation to the new generation as they enter into this new stage. The Bible has actually got some of these within it. In the Torah, special ceremonies and lessons to be handed on to the Israelites as they undergo their transitions. Jesus recognized that his time on earth was coming to a close. So he enacted his own little graduation ceremony for his friends. He, as master, knelt down and washed his disciples' feet. He called them friends, equals. I remember this when I graduated from seminary. Dr. Greg Carey said, now you can just call me Greg. And we were like, yes, Dr. Carey. And then he gave them an extra speech. He gave them a graduation speech. Now, okay, 14 through 17, if you read the chapters in full, you realize it's a little more of a conversation than an actual speech. Jesus says something, and then a disciple says something, and then Jesus corrects them and goes on. And this happens a couple times. But still... He was pulling from the teachings that he had given them over the last full years, drawing in some final conclusions to make sure they didn't miss the big points, and finally, preparing them for what comes next. It's a speech for us, to prepare us for Easter, to living in a post-Jesus world. So, I just wanted to kind of say the whole thing in full, Though, as I've done before, I'm not reading directly from the Bible. This is reworking it into a speech. But everything comes from it. So here is what a graduation speech out of chapters 14 through 17 might sound like. Brothers, we have come to the end of our journey together. I've taught you all you need to know in this life. And now I must prepare the way to the next life. 
Do not let your hearts be troubled. I know what I'm saying is frightening. But you trust God. Trust in me too. I'm returning to the Father to prepare for you, and I will return. I have taught you, and you know the way. When you are in doubt, remember what I have shown you, for I am the way. Remember what I have taught you, for I am the truth. And remember that in following me, you have found the life. I have shown you the Father in my life. So live as I have. Take hold of my life. Use it. Lean into it. Pray with it. I tell you that the Father will help you as the Father has helped me before. My friends, though, you will not be walking on this path alone. Since you have loved me and followed me, another will come and walk with you as I have, a friend who is the spirit of truth. No one else will be able to see him, and those tied to this earth cannot know him, but those who, know, who follow my way will find the spirit in their hearts. Keep this in mind. I am in the Father. The Father is in me. The spirit of truth is in me and the Father. And we all are one. And you are in me. And the spirit is in you. I, the Father, the spirit, and you exist together. You are not alone. In this body, I will go away, but you will see me again. You love me and I love you. Those who learn to love me will see me too. Do not let go of me, of my memory, of my teachings. Do not think of what we have gone through together has been useless. That my words cannot be applied outside this little group. Consider the grape who made the wine that we drink together. The grape can only grow when it has a connection to well-tended earth. A farmer is needed to water and to fertilize, to turn it all over, to protect it from pests. The vine is firmly planted in the soil, and it brings nutrients from the soil in the, um, up the plant. The branches take those nutrients, and they turn them into rich fruit. The Father is the gardener. I am the conduit through which the Father's way has come to you, and you are the branches. But do not also remember that these nutrients, they are not for you alone. They are to be shared, shared with the world. And the branch that refuses to produce is useless, and the gardener will cut it off. Don't be cut off, brothers. I chose each of you. I knew and know your quality, the quality of your souls. I know that each of you can create a bumper crop. I am sh I, if you are not sure, remember these simple instructions. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no other than this to lay one's life down for his friends. Friends, brothers, Love each other. Now what will those grapes be? 
They will be people who have learned to walk this path as you have. New denizens of the kingdom of heaven. New branches growing on the vine, producing more grapes. The Spirit will work in you to bring them to the Father, you and the Spirit. A partnership, human and God, to spread good news. You will spread my message by doing what I have done, by washing feet. You will speak the truth. You will spread my message by speaking good news as I have done. My way is one of faith through word, through action, as you have seen in our time together. It will not always be easy. I tell you this so you are not surprised by what is happening outside of our doors. They have persecuted me, and they will persecute you. They will drag you by the hair out of the synagogues. They will take the sword to your throat and believe that your spilt blood is a service to God. There will be times when you have difficulty believing that things could ever possibly get any worse. But do not dismay. This grief is only temporary. Soon the Spirit will be in you. Now my absence is necessary so that the Spirit will come. The Spirit will lead you through the grief of my absence. You all mourn my leaving while the world celebrates, but it will be like giving birth. The pain will be hot and intense, but it will end and the pain will be forgotten at the cries of a joy of a new life, a new life in the Creator, in the Spirit, in me, a life overflowing, and anything in line with the Father's will is yours for the asking. In short, my friends, my time with you has come to the end. The Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have entered the world, and now I am leaving the world and going back to the Father. Soon you will all scatter like leaves in the wind. You will have to in order to survive. You will abandon me, but I will not be abandoned, for the Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Join me in prayer, brothers. Father, I pray for me. The time has come for this work to be finished. You have given all final arrangements to me. You have given me rule of all peoples, and I am offered ready to offer eternal life to your people. I have brought joy and glory to you, and soon I will be knighted with you, as I was since the beginning of creation. Father, I pray for my brothers. I have lifted the curtain. I have shown them everything. They know who I am, even if they don't fully understand. They will come to understand, though, 
and your glory they will understand. That has shone through me your glory. It will shine through them. Father, guide them. Protect them from man and from evil. Do not let this time we have spent together to be in vain. Declare them holy, Father. I declare them holy myself. You have sent me into this world to spread the good news. And now I send them to spread the good news. Father, I pray for those who have yet, come, have yet to come to faith through their good news. That they will be one as the Father of the Spirit and I are one. I pray that they are in us as these brothers are in us. I pray that they will be an example to the world. Bringing glory to you and testifying to who I am and my mission. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you. And they know that you have sent me. I have made you made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Amen. Thank you. You've graduated. You've taken the tassel. You've moved it from left to right. You have heard the message of Jesus and now comes the big part, leaving, going out into the world, using everything you've learned. It will not always be easy. Not everyone will stand with you. But Jesus is there. The Spirit is there inside your hearts, never leaving you. So, happy graduation day. God is with you. Amen.